You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. One Last Word by Ebrolf on Gossamer. Rating Unrated. Oh, damn it. Wait a second. Mulder? Whirl, click, buzz. Okay, I'm fine now. Sorry about that. I just realized I needed to put in new batteries. Well, um, what do I say to you? You probably hate me, don't you? (sighs) Can't blame you. You probably won't listen to this tape, which is why I'm going to say everything. I mean everything. I figure if you actually care enough, actually, I should say if you're reasonable enough, shouldn't I? Well, if you're reasonable enough, to listen to this tape. I figure you should hear what I'm going to say. God, this feels so contrived. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sitting here in our, sorry, your office, and it feels like I'm some pathetic has-been recording my memoirs for posterity. I'm recording this for you. Thought I would just get to that straight. I tried to explain earlier why this happened but you're just too damn stubborn and emotional and, oh, hell, what am I saying? Even when you're not here, I get on your case. (laughs) I can see why you get pissed off at me sometimes. Don't underestimate me. I really do hate it when you're stubborn and emotional, basically when you're being molder, that is, when you do those things at the wrong times. Wait, I've got to reorganize my thoughts. I've never been the demonstrative type. Hey, that's what the Ice Queen moniker was for, right? Right. So I decided, seeing as how I've never been this demonstrative type, I would probably never get to say all of this to your face. So what the hell? I decided to tape it. Huh. You thought I was going to declare my undying love for you, didn't you? Oh, please, Mulder. After six or so years, you have got to know me better than that. Only an insane slash obsessive woman would fall in love with you. Not that you're not a great guy. You are. Anyway, to get to my point. That first day when I told you I was leaving, remember that? I do. You stared at me like I had cut off a vital organ or something. I was seriously afraid you'd gone into shock. Well, I had it all planned out, you know. I was going to tell you, then tell you why I was going, and then, then, I don't know. I thought maybe then we'd get past it and be friends. Was that too much to expect? What sort of question was that? So, here's how I planned it. Mulder, I've got some good news, and I've got some bad news. You want the bad news first? That's you, Mulder, the eternal pessimist. Well, here it is. I'm leaving the X-Files. Well, Mulder, I was going to stop here and wait for the expected storm to break, wait for the fireworks to die down, and then I was going to go on, except it didn't quite work out that way, did it? Do you want to know how it would have ended? How it should have ended? Okay, here's the rest. I'm doing this for you, Mulder, for us. 
I'm getting a promotion. And Skinner says, I actually have a good shot at making AD if I take this opportunity now. I figure when I'm AD, at least you won't have to explain about your missing cell phones and guns and those questionable magazines on your expense reports. You know what magazines I mean, Mulder. Notice I'm trying to lighten the mood, Mulder? I don't want to leave you, Mulder. This is as hard for me as it is for you. All my time in the X-Files has taught me that true friends are the ones who face flukemen with you. You're supposed to laugh grudgingly here, Mulder. You can work without me, Mulder, and you'll find the truth. You'll find your holy grail before it's too late. You'll find Samantha. I've always known you would, with or without me. I was just a convenience along the way. I was someone who made your quest a little easier. I was someone to trust. On the other hand, Mulder, you are almost everything to me during the X-Files. Yeah, I'm getting to the good part. Just be patient, Mulder. You were my lifeline when I was in that coma. You were my ray of hope when Melissa died. You were my sanity when her killer escaped justice. Every single day, you were my sense of humor. Albeit my twisted sense of humor, you get the point. I'm going to hate leaving the X-Files, Mulder. But I'm not leaving you. Damn it. You know I wouldn't. Every single day I was with you. Through your insanity. Through mine. Through your nightmares. Sorry. I'm, I'm fine. It's just flu season, you know? Getting on. Where was I? Mulder, you don't understand. You made life interesting. Not the X-Files, although they helped. Hey, I could have chosen the easy life. Private practice, 2.5 kids, my loving husband. But I chose the path that led me to you. And you know what? I'm glad I did. Oh God, here it is. A sappiness warning. Mulder, I... Did you hear that? Wait, I'm going to rewind and check. Ah, hell. How could you? Well, you know what? Get the lone gunman to enhance that part for you, because I'm not saying that again, at least not for a while. Mulder, I will always be there for you, for your 3 a.m. nightmares, for your request to cut up dead bodies. Hey, I'll even cook you dinner on Saturday nights if you ask very nicely. One last thing. Did you know, Mulder, that I've been described as insane and obsessive? Mulder stared at the tape on his desk. It was marked clearly in neat, precise handwriting that he recognized immediately. Mulder, listen, Scully. He picked up the tape, passed it back and forth between his hands. His hand hovered over the trash can next to his desk. Tape held precariously in it. His lips tightened at the same time his hand did. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there. <laughs>